Hi there, Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about the 2023 film Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. The short version is go see this movie on the big screen and go see it right now. Period. End of story. It's a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Moviegoers give it 93% positive. It's good. In two weeks, it's made $125 million. It's going to make its budget back. It was about $150 million. It was one of those movies that I was glad I saw in the theater. It's funny. It's entertaining. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. I was fully engaged from beginning to end. I remember a time back in the 80s where they used to make the occasional fantasy film, something like Willow or Dragon Slayer or Dragonheart or something like that would come out and Knights and Shining Armor and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes they were fun. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes they weren't. They really don't do that anymore these days unless it's Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, and those are so serious and not fun. Uh, they tried to be fun in The Hobbit, but that was, you know, kind of... Anyway, um, this has no connection to the original Dungeons & Dragons movies. It's its own thing. I hope it starts a whole new franchise. Now to get into it. I'm going to keep it spoiler-free if you haven't seen the movie, but a lot of people have, obviously. It's only been out for a few weeks. It's making a lot of money. You should go see this movie. The two guys who directed it, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, they did a lot of TV, did a lot of writing, both have nice degrees and a nice background of things that were a lot, mostly a success. Um, they're credited with co-writing Spider-Man Homecoming, great film. Um, and the last movie they directed, co-directed together, was Game Night. If you haven't watched Game Night, that was a surprisingly very funny, well-put-together, short little Played as a romantic comedy, but it wasn't. It was really good. And you can see how they understand games. They understand the, the the emphasis behind games and the fun that it is for a group of people to get together and play a game. And that's one of the things they infuse into the Dungeons & Dragons movie. I will say that you don't need to know anything about the game or Dungeons & Dragons in general to enjoy the movie. Sit down, watch it. It was an interesting thing at the beginning where the entire cast thanks you for coming to the movie. It's about a minute long. It was kind of cool, but Chris Pine and everybody else going, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming to the theater and seeing something we worked hard on. I hope you enjoy it. I really enjoyed that. Tom Cruise did something similar for Top Gun. Uh, you know, kudos. I really enjoyed that little bit of extra thing, even though it doesn't mean anything. By the way, if you're going to see the movie and no spoilers, there is a mid-credit scene, but no post-credit scene. So in the mid-credits, there is something that happens, and it's funny. It relates to something that happened earlier in the film. Chris Pine is great. He plays a bard, kind of a screw-up. Um, Michelle Rodriguez plays a barbarian. She's fabulous in the movie. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Reggie Jean Page, Justice Smith, um, Sophia Lillis, and Hugh Grant make up the major cast they're all great. Hugh Grant has been popping up as a villain in several movies lately, chewing scenery and doing very well. He does better in this movie than some of the recent things I've seen him in. Um, I really enjoyed Chris Pine. I thought, oh, God, is he going to play Kirk? Is he going to be just Chris Pine? No, he was actually, well, he was a little Chris Pine because he's Chris Pine. But he actually plays the Bard character really, really well. Michelle Rodriguez disappears into this barbarian character, even though she's still Michelle Rodriguez. She's really great in the role. I thought everybody was good. You know, you've got Justice Smith playing a, uh, a a magic user who's not a very good magic user. <laughs> and you've got a paladin who takes it way too seriously. And it just, from a, the, there's good moral fiber in the movie because these are kind of all screw-ups who are learning to be better people. They're trying to get Chris Pine's daughter back. They're trying to avenge themselves against one of their own who's kind of stabbed him in the back. Um, 
They go from one adventure to another. It starts off, there's some info dump at the beginning, but other than that, the movie moves very quickly. It has a great pace to it. It's very exciting. It's very fun. Um, there's some comedy, but not at the expense of the movie. You know, sometimes when Marvel steps over that line with a couple of movies they've done recently, they, they, they're good at putting comedy in there, but sometimes they go a little too far, and you're like, ah, I wish they had pulled back. This doesn't go too far with it. They have a they like the perfect level of comedy mixed with adventure, mixed with fantasy, and action. The action is great. The fight scenes are great. They're inventive. They're, um, there was a, a, a chase scene by the first third of the movie. It could have just been your standard chase scene, but the way they film it and the way they do it, it's with the druid. It, it's inspired. It, it was exciting to watch. It was interesting, and it was reminiscent of one of the scenes of the new John Wick movie, too. Kind of an overhead perspective. It was really cool. And there are several scenes like that in the movie. Not that you would know if you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, but they put like an owl bear in the movie. And an owl bear is one of those monsters when you came upon it in the game when they describe it, it's an owl and a bear. And you're like, really? It wasn't, you know, wasn't totally badass until you see it on screen in the movie. And then you're like, wow, okay, owl bears, gotta like them now. Um, but like I said, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. If you have played Dungeons and Dragons, they mention. Uh, Baldur's Gate, they mention Neverwinter, they mention, you know, gelatinous cubes and some of the monsters and things like that. So all of that's in there for the fans, but you don't have to know any of it. it it's just a fantasy film that they show you. They, they, you know, there's not really a lot of mythology to get. You get the idea that this is a fighter and a bard and a magic user who aren't very good at what they do, but they're trying to save the day. That movie works in any storyline, whether you've got the fantasy and the effects and all that or not. It's a, it's a good storyline of people learning how to be better humans. Then add to it a respect for the, the source, for the lore, and you get a win-win. Like I said, I had not looked at Rotten Tomatoes. I knew when it came out it was getting good reviews. It's been on my list to go see when I had time. I wasn't excited about it, but the reviews were all good. Some of my favorite reviewers on YouTube really liked it, but I still, you know, I've been burned by Dungeons & Dragons movies in the past. Well, just take Dungeons & Dragons out of it. You want to go see a fantasy movie that's exciting for two hours and 14 minutes? It's exciting. It's funny. I had a blast eating my popcorn, drinking my soda, and watching the film. It, it is exactly what I go to the movies for. So it gets my highest recommendation. That is it going to win Academy Awards? Hmm, probably not, but it will be in a lot of top 10 lists in the end of the year, I guarantee you. It, it's a crowd-pleasing, fun movie. I was ready to tear this movie apart. I'm a Dungeons & Dragons player from way back. I'm a big fan of fantasy and, and movies in general. And it really, if it wasn't good, I'd be here. So in watching all two hours and 14 minutes and trying to find something to critique about the movie, because I really thought it's really good, there was one scene, one scene of editing that could have been better. You know, at the end of a chase scene in like a, a Steven Spielberg movie, there's the end of the chase. One character saves another character. They say a quip, a little one-liner, and boom, ba -da -da, and they go off. And then there's a swipe, and they go to the next scene, and it all flows, and it just ramps you up, and you're like, yeah. Well, there's a scene like that early in the film, in the first third of the film, where the chase scene ends, and one of the main characters comes up and, and delivers that quip, and they run off. And I don't know... Maybe because there wasn't the big music flourish, it just kind of it just kind of happens, and it's not bad. I'm, literally, I'm having to find things to critique about the movie, but I thought that scene I watched and went, oh man, they didn't quite nail that. They had they had the right flourish underneath when he delivered the punchline and saved. You know, it would have been just yeah, and it was just like oh okay, good. You know, <laughs> so 
really, that's the only critique I have about it. Like I said, you got Hugh Grant chewing scenery in one of the best chewing scenery roles he's had of late. You got Chris Pine being a very interesting and and deep Chris Pine. You've got Michelle Rodriguez just having, everybody seems to be having a blast in the film. And I had a blast watching it. And again, if you are a Dungeons & Dragons player, you will notice all sorts of little things to it. And if you're not, you won't care because you're going to have a blast with it. So highest recommendation so far of the year. This is one of the best movies I've seen in the theater. I will buy the 4K Steelbook when it comes out. I'm all in. It, it's a great flick. Check out Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves is playing now. Go see it on the big screen while it's still playing on the big screen. Don't wait for streaming. This one's worth it. Scott Hamilton, Rockfile. My links are below. Thank you for listening, and have a spectacular day. Spectacular day.